get it, you know I be on the way. Welcome to another exciting, adventurous episode of Ride the Rebellion Podcast. I'm Drew, in case you've never seen me. This is me talking into a microphone, looking at you. And with me, as always, is Camera 2. <laughs> Camera 2. <laughs> Dale Boyd. The king. CEO. King of the uh, reigning. Oh, no longer no. reigning. I lost the belt. He lost the belt. I can't say anymore. Uh, uh, Prince of the... (laughs) I'm still the king of the turndown. Yeah, you're king of the... Not reigning, though. Just the king of the South Alabama turndown and the C-suite of Dale Boyd Sports Management. Dale Boyd of Dale Boyd Sports Management. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) He just walks in, drops it. So if you haven't figured out, we uh, decided, or I decided today, to just hook up all these wires. If you look at my desk, it's just like a slew of wires. I don't know what's happening. That's what we did. That's what's happening. And so today on the show, you only have two camera angles. Maybe one day we'll get three. I can have up to four. Oh, wide shot. We can now. We we could have a a threesome camera. Yes, we could have a menage. Oh, careful! We don't say that too much because we'll get canceled. Apparently on Facebook, everything's cancelable. Yeah, bug got canceled on Facebook in our private group. Speaking (laughs) of which, uh, coming soon, uh, I think we're going to have a private group up for this podcast. And if you join, it'll be kind of like the idea of a Patreon. But if you do join, uh, we will stream to you live. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. And now that is going to be, there's there's a lot of documents you have to sign <laughs> yeah. because, because of all the things that happen inside of the recording space. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this going to be like our OnlyFans? Yes. <laughs> Literally I've only our fans? We have the stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the OnlyFans. Literally only our fans. Yeah, only our fans. Uh, we're going to crank that up and get that going at some point. It'll be pretty awesome if we can get that going. That's yeah, because no one will join our Discord server. I know. All I we mean, want you guys just join the Discord server. We're we. That's all we care about, but we can't get it. I know it's fine. We'll just uh, make a Facebook page where everyone is, so everyone can be happy because we don't have enough groups to be in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big problem. <laughs> um, and so, if you haven't seen, uh, Dale's, Dale's wearing a new shirt right there. Fancy. Turned down, turned down a standard. Uh, this is a. Dale Boyd Sports Management custom shirt. Absolutely, but it's not my idea. I'm going to have to give a shout out to yep. a new listener. Yeah. And his name is Jake Boykin. He is a. There's our guy. Yeah, every day. Every yeah, time we record. He just, he just Sasquatched by the window. Sorry. Maybe we'll have a, a camera pointed outside just for one <laughs> shot. Like we waste a camera. It's the angle sign shot, for dude. One. For yeah, the side totally. shot. Anyway, uh, Jake is a super cool dude. He's a PhD student at Florida State. Um, so someday, hopefully, he will employ me. Maybe <laughs> PhD. I don't know. Doctors. <laughs> whatever. Um, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Film school because they have a great film school. Um, so You're yeah. going for twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, uh, so uh, Jake, we met Jake at the Mobile Cycling Classic, which we can recap. We oh, have nice. It. Yeah, um, yeah. We met him at the. He was a a Cat Two One Two roadie, um, putting in work, putting down watts. So he was a super awesome guy. We hung out with him and his girlfriend all weekend and. It was pretty awesome to meet them and be friends with somebody in spandex for once. Yeah, no, they were cool. Super cool. If you haven't had a chance, there's a bunch of that content that's up on our YouTube channel and Instagram. That's everywhere, I think. Okay, never mind. We hoard out. Uh, yeah. Dale, Dale Boy. Uh-oh. Oh, Google's calling. Let's just say no to Google. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Dale put all that stuff up there. So if you guys have a chance, you can check it out. Uh, and it's all there for you. There's a lot of funny stuff. We, we, we showed out. 
we did show out. Do you, if you haven't seen it, can you want to give a rundown of actually set up the event first because we've talked about it a little bit, but yeah. maybe set up the event first and we'll talk about it's, how we went a little bit bananas. Uh, we did go bananas. Um, so it's a Mobile Cycling Classic is a big uh, road crit race. There's 250 some people signed up for it, put on by some folks from out of town and. They didn't know what they were expecting, like what to expect from a group like us. I mean, the the backwoods folks. But um, last year I spoke, I got drunk, no surprise to anyone, um, and I spoke constantly about how we need some mountain bikers on this road bike race. And so he said, well, if you think you can do it, I can do it. And John was sitting beside me and was like, <laughs> I don't think you know who you're talking to. <laughs> like he's definitely going to do it. So um he told me if I could get 20 people in the race, I would. So I made up some BS rules, throw it out there. Um, I think we had 22 people show up in race, yeah, which we was... Good, we had a good turnout. Is Google calling you? It must be. I don't know, Google. Um, So uh, when they showed up, we showed up, and we didn't just show up. We had costumes on. That is absolutely... So, so if you haven't seen the footage, yeah, we... we bug, bug, <laughs> he, bug... He cheated. <laughs> He wore spandex. He literally wore spandex. I think we were all kind of in spandex. Of uh, there was spandex involved in my outfit. There was some in yours. I was sweating my ass off. Oh, it was it was brutal. Yeah, I broke my chain on the first corner. Well, because you went Superman. You I was could, Superman. You couldn't even contain yourself for five minutes on a fat tire <laughs> fuck off ride, and you got up there and was like, "I'm about to smoke these fuckers," and then you break your chain like from the go. And then, of course, our world class pit crew engineer Jake Nobles, <laughs> he did. Jakey Poo is sitting right there to fix the shit. I went over there. It was like an F1 race. I just jumped off my bike and he zip 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 zip, 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 zip like a little guy. You like, were back in. You came in. Did you see where you were? Where yeah. did you finish at? Like twelfth, I think. But I mean, I was going fast. You were going real fast. So I don't know if the numbers got messed up. I don't know. I think only a couple of people had lapped me. So no, no, you were doing great. I mean, considering that amount Oof. of time, my my only concern with that race was after Ralston, I guess, passed me the first time. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and the fifth time, you're like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm about to just like, get a beer. I mean, at one point, I changed the music. Bug didn't even notice because he's too young. Mm-hmm. So I was dressed mm-hmm. as Batman. We had Superman, which was Dale, which was like this hybrid Superman. It was a hybrid of I got a bunch of shit in my closet. It was all pin it together and let's roll. <laughs> but it totally worked. Yeah. And then uh, I had a shitty Batman costume. And then uh, I was the dork knight is what I was going <laughs> with. And then you had Bug as, as Spider himself. Yeah. And the problem was at one point I, I had a playlist. I had a... a, a I had a boombox strapped to my bicycle that <laughs> only did. played Batman theme songs, but I did it in chronological order because I'm a super nerd. Yeah. So I was playing. Well, at one point I paused it. <laughs> and the bug had no clue, right? He had no clue. I paused it and I ride <laughs> up beside bug and I literally start playing Spider-Man. Spy- and he has no idea what's going on because he was so gassed. He was like. Oh, no, he was gassed. He tried to go way harder than everybody, but he didn't have his spidey senses about him. <laughs> no. Well, it's because he couldn't blaze one while he was riding down the road. That's true. His sure. bussy was probably worked. Oh. <laughs> hey, now. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. we learned a new word this weekend. Yeah, we can't stop. We're like we teenagers. We can't stop saying it because it's hilarious. Um, and it may be offensive to someone somewhere. I don't know. Not our listeners, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe. It's not the P word, though. No. Hey, actually, it was really funny. When I came around the corner at that crit race, Like all these roadies are like kind of standing there. And I love them. I, watching them race was fantastic for me. And they're all standing there like lying in the corner. And I dropped my seat post to go into the corner and like I looked the look on their faces was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like, 
What did he just do? I, I would go to the quarters and be like, can you guys do this? I'd yelled it out a couple <laughs> times and I would drop or I would make a Batman quote. Like, yeah. uh, where did I get all these wonderful toys? I kept doing it. <laughs> trying to, And so one group started laughing and one group got really into the fact that I was playing the Prince Batman soundtrack. Oh. And so like this group of people was like rowdy about it. And they just were, they were cheering me on a lot until that song stopped and then they just didn't care anymore well yeah i mean and it wasn't just on the road like we went up over the median so we were in the grass and i was jumping i got I jumped the finish line so but the the good sad truth of that situation was we ended up turning up in bigger numbers i mean the, the roadies that are there are hardcore let's, they are let's yeah, be for honest. um the one guy like you didn't know me kind of guy um <laughs> he said did you, not even, <laughs> did you even google me that's what he said yeah he was the director the promoter of the whole race so yeah. it was still i that was the greatest quote ever oh it's fantastic when he's like when i said hey man you did great in that cat one race like you kept up with those guys for a long time he just casually looks at me and goes did you not google me <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying that's brilliant <laughs> i'm like oh no but i can't wait till i can say that to somebody yeah and how, one day one like, I had a client try and hire me to put them on Wikipedia, and it's like a whole process. Oh, and it's God. like, you're not that important. No. I hate to tell you. Um, okay, so that's kind of covering that. It was a good time. Sometimes I think uh, you just got to make do with what you got. In this case, yeah. like, I don't know. You put it together, and it was super freaking fun. And it was super freaking fun. I didn't want to burp in you guys' ears. I'm still on keto, so mm. they're pretty. they're pretty juicy. Tall boys for me. Nobody's drinking a Red Bull. Red Bull tall boy. I'm just going to melt down a bunch of Red Bull cans and then somehow get them to uh, make like a shield and put it on top of my helmet so I can be like, check it out, I'm a Red Bull guy. <laughs> yeah, that's giving me wings. And just crash like like I normally do. Um, okay, so uh, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, the one of them, I don't even know when this contest ends anymore. Is it no, over? I don't know when it ends. Either. Yeah, we're just going to say keep going. So Let's Aaron from two weeks ago or whenever the podcast was on, Aaron decided to give away uh, a free pair of shoes that's 150 bucks 140 140 mm-hmm. bucks i don't want to put numbers in his mouth i think it was 140 yeah. over a hundred dollars yeah um a good pair of shoes which means they're going to be fit to you and he was giving those away all you have to do is go into a store now it sucks if you don't live here but that's the price you pay bring us some sponsors out of town so that we can get your community to give you free shit yeah if you bring us a nationwide sponsor you'll get some free shit yeah <laughs> Your mom and dad do yeah. <laughs> your mom and dad do anything famous? Does your mom and dad do something famous and needs video production? Hi, I'm Drew Hall with Drew Hall Video Production <laughs> Company. We partnered up with Dale Boyd of Dale Boyd Sports Management. This two camera system is just making me hot and bothered. Oh. I'll switch in between. Ouch. That's perfect. Anyway, that was good. Uh, shout out to Run and Try uh, for giving us that option. If you haven't been by there. Oh, and I went and got, um, what is that crap? Uh, you you oh. can't. You can, yeah. Holy smokes. It works incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, dangerously so. He only had single packs. I got to get him to order me a jug. I mean, I, I found it other places, but I, I like Aaron. Right. Supporter. But that stuff is incredible. If, if you are, I don't, I guess you don't even have to be keto for that stuff. Not at all. If you're, I mean, a lot of people that are in the fitness and endurance are low sugar people, yeah. right? So, and it's because it's starch and it's not sugar, it's way, way better. Yeah, I mean, it, I, either way, it's fantastic. That's yeah. what I know. It was fantastic. So if you haven't had a chance, go check that out. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. it. It worked really well. I used it on the race, and then I've used it. I used another half the next day. I just split it in half because the race was mm. twenty minutes. I didn't need yeah. it that long. It felt like an hour. It did. It felt forever, but it worked really well. So if you have a chance, check them out. Go over to Run and Try and uh, taste the you can, or and then enter to win some shoes. Uh, and as we said, if you really need something, he can help you order online. Uh, next up in the queue, we've got Lucky Shot Coffee. Q line. Shoot your shot. 
<laughs> I just cut to you. That was so great. <laughs> Sorry, it makes me happy. Uh, Lucky Shot Coffee. I've not had any this afternoon. That's why this podcast is probably going swimmingly well. It's not because Lucky Shot Coffee is bad, but because it just really amps me up to a point. Well, I'm on the opposite. I'm going pure caffeine Red Bull. <laughs> so I'm going to be floating out of this chair in a little bit. Yeah. Well, you got a ride. That's fine. I mean, what we should do is figure out how to bottle Lucky Shot Coffee into like something oh, like that. Uh, if she did like, that, that would be gangster. It would Because be. her coffee's good and it's low acid. Like, I really enjoy it. That would be awesome. I'm switching the wrong cameras now. I've, I've gotten off rhythm. I was on you when I was talking. and The one two-step. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Could give people like some kind of epileptic problems. Um, if you haven't had a chance to try it, I highly suggest it. I have to go buy more. I've sold out yet again because I use it so much. I have to keep it in stock, so I have to go get some more. I usually try and get it from like Satori and stuff. But if not, you can go to LuckyShotCoffee.com and shoot your shot. Get it. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and then um, uh, Dirt Coaster Academy. Listen, I'm still uh, reeling a little bit and being able to use what I learned at D- Dirt Coaster Academy uh, to have a good time. I do think it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I think everyone should take a class and go down the pipeline. It's very good. It's awesome. But they have, don't they have something coming up at Bogchitto that might be kind of fun? Yeah, they have an endurance race, cross country racing, a jumping contest. Pretty and it's sweet. not necessarily dirt coaster. No, it's the Bogchitto, basically. But if you have dirt coaster skills, you That's could. Right. You can it. pay the bills. <laughs> just, we're just. Two dumb dads. That's right. That ride bikes and record podcasts at four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, if you haven't had a chance, go over to dirtcoasteracademy.com. It looks like they have classes coming up. I know that Nina's out of town currently. She's having a delightful <laughs> vacay. Hawaii fun. Yeah, yeah, she's like way to go. It. Thanks for taking well, us. Well, I guess Toby's working. You know that we'll just like carry bags or something, right? Like we yeah. like Hawaii too. You can be like these are these are my two boys. <laughs> yeah, they record podcasts. They record. Yeah, they follow me around with a podcast boom mic. <laughs> That's what we should do with each other. It Just was, follow each other around. We it, say a bunch of funny shit. I know, but at some point we would get beyond canceled. But that's what the point is. Like, let's see how far we can go. Like, I follow some stuff on Instagram for that matter. That it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty. Okay, maybe I shouldn't follow it, but I do. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to tell Justina about some funny Chris Farley skits. Oh. And I pulled up one from SNL where he's the guy from Wisconsin that's on the Japanese game show. And no one on the show is Japanese. It's Mike Myers. It's Adam Baldwin. It would not play now. It's like the most extreme elimination challenge. Yeah, none of that plays. None of that. God, that show was funny. It was great. Guy LaDouche. So good. It was so bad. Anyway, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't head over to Dark Coaster, Academy, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The best transition. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We already closed them out. We've moved past that. We were into the what? clean eats. Yeah. So clean eats. Uh, the thing about clean eats that I keep bringing up is that their grab and go case, which is like pre made food, it's not their necessarily menu. The reason I bring it up is because like for the price and for what you get is it's actually legit and you can pick through a lot of different options. Mm-hmm. Some things about those dumb meal plans, not knocking it, but sometimes not knocking our sponsor either, but meal plans on occasion get a little old to me because it's like, ugh, I already know what's coming. I kind of like to just be somewhat spontaneous or whatever. And so you can still plan and do your meal correctly, but you can go do it uh, through their grab and go case, which makes it much easier. And again, they have lots of different varieties and their pizza is fantastic. Go and get your meats at Clean Eats. Oh, my God. 
We're just don't beat your meats. Get your clean eats. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Shoot your shot with lucky shot. Beat your meats. Don't beat your meats. Get your clean eats. Yeah, man, our our meats can't be beat. Clean eats. Oh man, that's true too. <laughs> We're just done. We love them all. Getting dirty. I mean, they're all pornographic at this point. All of our sponsors. Are you kidding me? Do you do? Do you honestly think we can't make something pornographic? Yeah, Literally, know, everything like... can be made pornographic. Like those scissors are beautiful. Yeah, you know what scissoring does, right? Like everything. <laughs> the best is whenever you say something really, really <laughs> offensive. I have a graphic that pops up on the screen that says. Dale Boyd Sports <laughs> Dale Boyd of Dale Boyd Sports Management. That's even better. Oh, uh, this is just a travesty. I hope people enjoy. This is raw. I mean, there is no oh, yeah, now you guys are seeing this video that we can't we can't hide from it. <laughs> um okay. That put me in a good mood though. It's good. I wasn't in a bad mood either. Uh all right, so we've now embarrassed and abolished and hurt all of our sponsors. Chances of this podcast continuing, hundred percent. Chances of this podcast continuing with sponsors? About four. <laughs> 4.2. Yeah, you take the cue so well, man. <laughs> it's like we just know each other. Anyway, uh, I wonder, we, we were kind of talking about stuff. There's a lot of things that are interesting that we go roundabout on. And one of the things I was thinking about is like, there's a lot of good in mountain biking. We talk about that all the time. And this is not a Debbie Downer episode. We had that one a few weeks back. Did we? Well, don't you remember when we were like just lighting people oh, up? Oh, yeah. We were like, just, well, and we were kind of down. We were sassy. We were kind of bitches. Yeah, we were bitchy. It's fine. It's it our podcast. Heat. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it was a very popular podcast, it turns out. It did well. Because uh, apparently everyone was bitchy. Yeah. I think it was a legit thing. It must be, you know how like females are all on their period at the same time? Apparently mountain bikers are too. Especially male mountain bikers. That's what I'm saying. They all are on the same cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get that Oh one? my God. That is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to use that yet beyond that joke. But, <laughs> but there's a sticker waiting to... Uh, I mean, I know a guy. Here we go. Where's, where's your banner? Bloop. <laughs> yes. Uh, free plugs. Um, all right. So anyway, what we started talking about was we had this conversation back and forth. Uh, and we talk about it a lot when we're at the trailhead or Friday Night Lights. And it's just to kind of like, it's fun to have this dialogue of everything's great. We know what we love, but there's things that kind of suck. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot and we could say a lot of things, but I think it's no good to just say, oh, here's a bunch of shit that sucks. And then not do anything to offer any kind of improvement. So the idea here was we were going to present each one of us in turn, basically make a small case for mm-hmm. three things that we think suck. And of those three things, we're going to pick one in, uh, each, yeah. maybe with each other's ideas, whatever. But we're going to collectively problem solve. So you're going to get two things. At the end of the day, you're going to have you have six things that suck, and we're going to give you two ways to fix it. All right. I don't know if that's going to work, but that's what we're trying. Uh, so... Luckily for us, we're not speaking out of school here, I don't think, because we've actually done things to make things better. Like, Man. we don't just sit around and bitch about it and just point fingers at the people that are trying to do it. We are the people that are trying to do it. No, no. I think so, we're, yeah. that we're, we're, in, uh, we're in our lane here for a minute. I mean, this whole podcast is an extension of the idea that it wasn't, as we've talked about before, it wasn't a zing on any organization, Mm-mm. but we wanted to ride differently than was capable of what they could provide. So mm-hmm. we went and made our own situation. Like we literally, mm-hmm. but it, it's not a middle finger to the parent organs or the, or the governing body around here. It's just, we did our own thing. No, because we'd be middle fingering ourselves. That's exactly <laughs> fingering ourselves. Hey, always. here we go. Nope. Where's that sticker? Dale Boyd sports <laughs> We need a new one. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Um, all right. So, uh, 
I guess one of the things that, that we've talked about it before, but I, I want to point out an anchoring on it, and I do think it's low-hanging fruit for an answer, so I I'm, I'm probably will try not to develop on that one. But one of the ones I had was, is the intimidation factor of mountain biking is bad enough. Hmm. Um, I think it's a problem. I legitimately think it's a problem because I think it's a problem not just for, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. So it's not just that you show up at the trail the first time and Dale Boyd Sports Management makes fun of you for having too much camera gear on. That's fine. Later <laughs> I, befriends you because he wants to I be find, I find people that I think can handle it, no, and then it's just good. a test. You're good. <laughs> um, I, I bring it up out of complete and total jest. But so we have that side of things, which is like the idea that uh, you know you go to a trailhead if you're an early rider, and you get there, and it's intimidating. And that doesn't necessarily always mean that's sometimes to us. Like I've rolled up on somebody else's trails, somebody else's home trails, mm-hmm. and I get there, and I try and talk to them because you know, it, if there's two people that will talk to anybody, it's right the two D's, the double D's. <laughs> so I'll go in and try and chat with them, and I get nothing, and they're no. kind of douchey, a little standoffish. I get it. I'm not right. coming in hot. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be like whatever. Well, I do it different. I go up there with stickers. Yeah, that's right. You do bribe them. <laughs> I do put a flag up before I go talk to people. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dale Boyd. I'm running for uh, <laughs> yeah. class president. I'm running for all your KOMs. Month. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so being able to get in there and, and have that conversation. So one part of my thing that annoys me is that I think the quote, I don't mean this in like a, a I, I both do and don't mean it in a woke and not woke sense. I just mean inclusivity. We got to get better about doing it as a community. Mm-hmm. I think we need to be uh, a little more open with people and, and giving a pass in a lot of ways. We've, I, it might even pop up as one of yours, but there's, we've had instances where our patience gets really tested. Yes. Right. And, and that's not as like leaders. You're more of a leader than me in the, in the, in the local community, but it's still your patience gets tested. Um, I even have an inside the rib. Mine got tested recently. So. Well, no, I mean, even us though, like a lot of times somebody new shows up, we don't know them. Right. right? We, kind of together make fun of them maybe like they don't know that right but then after a while you're like oh i mean he's just like us (laughs) you know so it's like our first instinct is to like tease them without teasing them and then to see what type of person they are for whatever reason maybe it's a tribal thing i think Um, it's a mental thing because if we feel like if we can tease them to ourselves that they'll mm -hmm. be able to handle it yeah it might be yeah but it might be tribal too though like we might be like oh let's see if they're tough enough to be in our tribe even though there's no toughness level there's no like i got a message this week and i i love you if you're listening but somebody said how i want to join your team how do i join your team and i was like there's no team i was like we i offered the you know tuesday night rides and offered some other opportunities for them to just ride and hang out like that's all it is you know so I get it. I, I completely agree with you. Um, I'll let you finish your thought on it. But but I think that person that reached out, that was Moxie. That's right. essentially a, a solution. I'm not necessarily saying we're going to solve that problem because I think there's a, an inherent, there's a depth to that. That's, there's an easy solution that's a lot harder than mm-hmm. people realize to accomplish. Um, well, especially if you're not skilled. Like if you're yeah. new and you don't, and you're green as possible, yeah. like it's so hard. Like say, Every sport is hard to break into the the hobby of, you know, you want to be a hobbyist, right? right? So, like, you're going from, I don't know what I'm doing. How am I going to prove myself to these people that are doing it? Yeah. Right? So, like, you can't walk up on a golf course and drive the ball 400 yards and roll it off the tee. The guys are going to make fun of you. They're going to yeah, laugh totally at you. Right. But they all started there. So, like, but that's what we've tried to change with the zero drop mindset is, like, we all started there. We We know exactly what you're going through. We were all there. Some of us more recent than others. Some days we feel like we're beginners, so yeah. jump on your bike and join us. 
So well, it goes back to it, what triggered this is it's been in my brain for a while. Was at the dirt coaster thing, we were mostly. I mean, there's a few of us that knew each other, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of strangers, and there's people from other areas. Mm-hmm. And I give them credit. They literally, because we were in a unified thing, didn't matter what kind of bike you're on or what you're doing. We we're all level playing field at that point. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, it was a good mechanism. It's like Tuesday night rides are a good mechanism to kind of be like, Hey guys, we're all on the level playing field. Right. Unless you're the assholes, which I, I'm not saying we have a lot of, but I see that come to Tuesday night ride to, to puff chest. Mm-hmm. That's not the place to do it. Like puff chest with your buddies on your KLM. No, that's me. <laughs> I'm out there. If you want to puff chest, like let's go. Cause I'm probably puffing mine too. Cause I'm in the front. Well, that's how it works. <laughs> but no, seriously, that's, I mean, it really is because I've tried to do this mindset with the group ride because I obviously I usually lead it, um, is I know there's some dudes in this group that want to go fast and they've been working out they by themselves. They This is their chance to prove to everybody that, hey, I've gotten better at mountain biking, right? right? So like I'll go as fast as, not as fast as I possibly can, but I, I go I go faster than other people, but I stop, right? So it's like I want it to be, cohesive for everybody or enjoyable for everyone no you know? i'm 100 with you 100 with you um yeah so that's my first one my first one is being a douche and mm-hmm. not being inclusive and yes that is both the woke version and non-woke version it's mm-hmm. like just don't be an asshole just, yeah and so i think there's a I, just I'm remember where you up. came from yeah exactly right doesn't matter how many years you've been riding or how many thousands of dollars you've spent on a bicycle oh boy that's 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 an i that's an honorable mention for me yeah. I'm guilty of it. But I'm, oh, I'm guilty of it too. Look yeah. at my shiny bike, everybody. Right. You know? Right. But. I judged a guy or gal or someone driving here. <laughs> right. And I had, did it today too. They had a bike on the back of their car. I was like, what are you doing riding that hardtail? Yeah. That is just, and look at it. It's old. Oh, you're a 26er? What are you, Jakey Poo? <laughs> Literally. I did the same thing. Like, Free sent me a picture of somebody's bike on the back of their car and he just put hashtag bike gang. Like, he yeah. snapped it to me and I, I just put, who the, F, who the F is that poser? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I don't know them. Like, they could be great people. They might be at the group right and I love you if you are. You know, whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that we're not, we're not blame free of this exact thing. I think no. it's, a, I think it's a community level thing. It's a mindset shift that has I think it's like you have to recognize. Recognize it. Yeah, if yeah, you recognize sure. it, you're good. Yeah. There's a lot of douchery in this in this hobby. Every and hobby. Every hobby. Yeah. I just I, and and just focusing on this, I feel like there's a lot of douchery that could be prevented from happening mm-hmm. on the front. Maybe I don't. know. I think we've done a good me. job of it recently. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be riding with a group, <laughs> the old group for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, it, I think we've done a much better job of it. I'm probably guilty of. I'm not always good at it. Maybe I say things I shouldn't, but hey. oh, we definitely say things we shouldn't. Whatever. <laughs> All right, what's yours? What do you got one? So this is kind of we've already spoke about it on a previous podcast, but it's the trail virtue signaling stuff. Oh, bro, I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. It's like I get it. Don't ride muddy trails, but it's regional. Like right, I get it. Like we've had a month of rain, right, nonstop. Yes, the trails were probably too saturated, like one or two days this weekend. But if you have to like tell everybody about it then they're dumb anyway they're gonna you know like i just don't get if it makes you feel better like hey please don't ride the muddy trails a lot of us work on them okay well yeah cool me too i'm riding like so the thing that was eye-opening to your point on that for me is when i rode up i was on my chattanooga trip it Mm -hmm. rained a lot like it rained several times and i would ask and they're like no what are you talking about Mm -hmm. like why is it in world-class level trails they're like no they've got proper drainage mm-hmm. and they do things correctly but then some trail sets it's just kind of like no 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 right don't even get no, near that mud yeah. i mean and it's like again until there's a race yeah, if you and, host a race you can ride through all the mud you want right. but why 
it's messing up the trail just maybe worse it's like what's gonna happen there's gonna i know that there gets bigger holes and wider ruts and stuff it's mountain biking right this dirt has been here for a long time it's gonna be here for a long lot more time after we're gone we are literally riding bicycles on it yeah, I think you. I think we should make a shirt that says "Wide Ride Wet Trails Make New Features." Oh my god! Okay. To make new features. <laughs> yeah, wet trails are new features. Wet trails are new features. That's cancelable right there. Oh, and I know that uh, this is not the popular opinion with a lot of people, especially I'm a board member of an Emba chapter. And I'm telling everybody like, just do what you want, but like, obviously you have to put back into the trails. Like, here's the solution: you want to ride wet trails, show up on a work day. Yeah. You know, like show up and help out what you, if you want to mess it up, fix it. That's a, a fantastic solution. You right. just argued against your entire, I'm with you on it. The other, the only other reason I would say not to ride wet trails is if it's a space that you don't know what it is right. and you're going to get ride something like that's not necessarily smart because yeah. you don't know what the rocks are going to be like. You don't know the terrain. And you're not going to go back and help work on it. Yeah, exactly right. It's exactly Cause right. Because it's not your local trails. Right. And I mean, I get it if you traveled to ride a certain trail system and it's closed because it rains, shit happens. Go right around town. But it's a pretty cool town. I just don't know that many. Like, again, in my travel experience, I have yet, unless it was a torrential bad series of downpours, a regular rain cycle, I have yet to have someone say, no, 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 you can't do it. And I even heard that I people think up north they do. Like, I know in Ohio they close their trails, but they have a pretty like serious i mean it's the, during the winter especially the thaw and freeze like it'll that. trash i do get it. that yeah. that's a different scenario altogether because that makes it really right. bad because then the mud freezes and all that my understanding um i can ask mr pickles my buddy that he lives in uh warren Ohio. Oh, yeah they don't even go outside up there and the freaking freeze no he hates it's it too cold he's like a weird he li- lives lives his life like six really six months out of the year no i know it's or seven months they have lake lake effect snow that's probably snowing there right now yeah sucks it's awful okay so that was a good one and you got a solution to that are you going to call that a solution on that one yeah i think it's a solution show up to work day or just don't try to make yourself feel better by saying how much you do on the trails there we go so there's one so one of the ones is uh uh riding wet trails optional yeah but show up on a work regional too regional for sure I i wonder what the wet trails would be like like in the desert i think it would because i don't think it rains there much yeah but let's say it did yeah, it's probably like here. You know what's funny, though, is then I sit there and watch downhill mountain biking. It's all it's mud like, every time. <laughs> Cross country. They just destroy a mountain. Yeah. Well, there's quite a bit of money with them. I guess so. It's quite a bit of money with some of these people's bikes. All right. So my number two scenario is using a lot of mountain bike quote language <laughs> out of context and all the time. Like the one that I hear that's been, that's been popping up that I hear a lot is I'm going to get steezy. Getting steezy. That's my glove say that. I don't even know what the shit it means. Nobody does. It's like a bunch of bussy. <laughs> I'm going to make mine say bussy. Buh. We're saying buh, not puh. It's a buh. Yeah. Very clear. It's a B. Like buzz is <laughs> It doesn't bussy. make it any better. It really doesn't. It probably doesn't. We've said a lot. We've um, canceled. But I, it drives me crazy because there's a lot of it. Like, there's one thing. Like, I get some of it. Like, hey, send it. Whatever. Even that. Like fun it's language of the of the hobby mm-hmm. i get it but at the end of the day i just when i hear too much of it i i don't feel like the person's communicating anymore they're just like spouting they're, re, they're repeating gibberish Mm-mm. and i'm not judging them for it per se i'm literally saying it's ineffective communication when you could just fucking tell me what you want to say i feel like it is also the beginner way of pre, like act presenting that they're 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 yeah. part of it like yeah. 
I just started mountain biking. Like, you know what I did? This is seriously what I did. I didn't. Well, I never watched YouTube videos. I still very rarely do. I don't. Not even I like can't. basketball videos. Well, that was different. <laughs> but I, so I don't watch mountain bike videos. I just don't like. I know how tame it makes the video look. So I didn't watch them. Right. So it doesn't interest me that much. So. I, before I went and rode, like my thing from the 90s riding BMX was like, you have to have all the stickers of everything, right? So I bought a black helmet and I stickered the hell out of it. Like right. when I showed up, it was like all these awesome stickers and looked awesome. No one noticed. No one gave a shit. Right. And But it was like my way of like, hey, I know what I'm doing here. That was like my way of trying to fit in. But now people are watching videos and they're like getting some of the lingo or language that some of the Pacific Northwest people say. Or and that's whatever. my thing. It's mostly regional. It's yeah. just like the same in my business. Like if I'm on set, you experienced it. Mm-hmm. So some of the terms I'd be like, uh, get an <laughs> Apple box. Like, and I'd say to set it a certain way. Well, the way you set down this box, it's just a wooden box. Right. If I say California, I expect you to put it a certain way. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go to California, they don't use those terms. They have different terms. Right. And so just little things like that. It's just language in the space. And it just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just one of those things that I think is, it's not like a negative in the sense of like, oh, it's going to tear down the, the, the situation. But what it does do is alienate you from other people uh-huh. because they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. That's my opinion. Well, and there's like certain terms that you'll never hear me say. Ash John knows this one too because I always bitch about this. I will never say session anything ever. Yeah, right. Like I'll say, hey, I'm going to go ride this over and over and over again. Like right. I will say that before I say session ever. Like there's you certain don't want to do any fat seshes, bro. Yeah, send, I'm not. There's send none some of that. fat seshes and get steezy with it. But usually I'm too busy shredding the gnar, so <laughs> I don't even notice. And I even look, and I love hand up, but there, but there's stuff in there. Well, their no, gloves. that's their whole thing. Yeah, they're just spreading the. But I often wonder if it's not ironic. No, it's definitely ironic. Because I mean, their shirts and stuff are like silly as shit. Yeah, the Hawaiian shirts and all that. I don't. I mean, that I get it. That is annoying, but I think it's just a. a coping mechanism for your first annoyance (laughs) seriously yeah you're probably right you're probably super accurate on it all right so there it is uh so we've got my second one i'm not going to give a solution on that one because i don't think there is one it's just shut the hell up so Mm -hmm. that there's no solution necessarily uh so we have one solution yeah we got but we got one and a half we got three problems right problem number four all right my i got the problem the problem is no one gives a shit about what you ride Damn it, you took one of my Damn it, did I? Yeah. But it's true, right? Yeah. Like and to the point where if you ride something shitty, no one cares. Right. If you ride something awesome, I don't give a shit how much yeah. tension your spokes have. I right. really don't care. Right. It's almost like your fancy football team. Nobody gives a fuck about it but you. Right. Right. So don't go on here telling me like, man, I got these new pro tip model spoke rings and blah blah. I don't care. Right. I don't really don't care. Like, let's just ride bikes. And like, don't get me wrong, we're all guilty of it. Because we're bike nerds, right? Like, we love it, you know? And Bug sent me this thing today. It's super funny. Um, It's like a a meme of a guy standing in the corner at a party, and, like, everybody's having fun, but he's by himself, and it says, nobody even knows I have electronic shifting. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, it's so me, like, everywhere I go, you know, like, trying to tell everybody about my really awesome bike that no one cares about but me. Or no one, you know, like... I lead conversations with, hey, Dale Boyd, you know we have a podcast. Like, no one cares about it. Right. But they do, right? Then they'll jump on and listen. It's fine. No, and that's the absolute truth. That's the absolute reality of it. I get it. I'm going to say, I'm with you. Like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like, uh, New Bike Day, I didn't even tell anybody. No, you you didn't. I didn't even know. I didn't tell anybody that I was doing anything. I just kind of did it because I don't. 
it's not a big parade. I'm just not that kind of guy. Like it's the same way with cameras and stuff. Like I'll show up to a shoot. My clients don't give a shit that I, the lens I'm holding is seventy five thousand dollars. Not at all. They I won't. do. At the image looks that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like your bike on camera looks fantastic, <laughs> right? right? But for any other purpose, no one's going to care until they mm. see it on camera and we're highlighting it and there's a little glint of light that we purposely put there. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, it works, mm-hmm. right? So I'm with you 100%. That's pretty good. That's good. No, and it's funny because it causes people to be self-conscious about what they're riding. It causes people to – is it working? Yeah. yeah no, okay, good. Uh, it causes people to be, like, worried about what – what their bike looks like or i don't have the newest latest thing like i've seen dudes shred on <laughs> shred. Yeah. i've seen people like really ride bikes that were not capable of what they were trying to do oh yeah you know sure. so it's like just shut up about it and just ride i mean i don't know the guy's name but shout out to the dude that showed up on that on that walmart bike wearing uh he rode the whole trail in crocs Shout out to that guy. Oh, yeah. And he loves it. And he's got super good energy. And no one cares. No one cares. He's crocking till he... And every once in a while, I was like, hey, you can ride my bike if you want, yeah. like, just to give him a chance. And you, that's the other thing, though. So there's a piece of encouragement out of that, is mm-hmm. if you don't have... I'm switching the cameras the wrong way. If you don't have a super, like, epic bike, mm-hmm. don't give a shit. Just ride your bike. That's right. Because I promise you, that, like, the really good people to ride with, they're going to eventually be like, yeah, take it. Go ride it. Figure mm-hmm. it out. See which, Or they're going to give you advice and help. And that's one right. of the things that I felt really blessed with is, like, the group here, once you got, once I approved myself by being not an asshole, mm-hmm. not even a good rider, just not an asshole, yeah. like, people started giving me good advice. And, like, that episode was, like, if you haven't listened to it, it's the most popular episode, but that episode has great advice, and it's true, and it, and it helped me shape a decision on buying a bike. Well, and I think, a, I think it's, it's also, too, like, Dude, if you have a sweet bike and you suck, like I'm gonna make fun of you. That's worse. Absolutely. You know, it's like you pull a five hundred dollar driver out of your golf bag and you shank one. You're right. getting made fun of. Exactly right. Like that's why I told we went to the enduro race and that was my first ever enduro and I show up on this bike and I, I told Trey I think I was like, I cannot suck today. Right. Like if I roll up on this bike in front of thirty five to fifty people and everybody turns and looks at it anyway. Right. I'm going to look like an asshat if I suck. Oh, you have a bike that is meant to get attention. Right, yeah. And well, if nothing else, it's kind of so freaking it's bright. It's an extension of my personality. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yo, boy, sportsman. Also, if you know, you know. So Yeah, that's exactly right. If you recognize the issue and exploit it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, interestingly enough, in that space and with your other one, where I'll tie my, my next one back in and potentially pose a solution is uh though i can make the solution a great marketing moment uh i hate brand loyalty i hate it Mm. and what i mean is like in sports stuff like i have brand loyalty because i love lucky shot but even shannon knows that i'm not always going to drink her coffee because there are different beans from different roasters from different places that make an incredible bean that tastes 10 times better than anything else Mm -hmm. right she gets that um i think Dirt Coaster Academy would be idiots to think that I wanted to go get additional training that I would always just come back to. I'm sure they would appreciate it. Right. But the reality of it is even they have coaches right. outside of that space. So it's kind of like even with brand, I can't stand it. It just drives me nuts to a point of like when so because then the next thing they do is act a lead about it. And that is like, I can't, there's a dude I love on, on, uh, I can't remember his name. I threw him into the, into our group chat. That guy, he's at like this heavy set duty, six, five, 330 pounds. And he's a great writer. Like, oh, that guy has a good... His Instagram is huge. His Instagram is hilarious. And yeah. he started putting them on YouTube, TikTok. But he... I don't know if he's making fun of himself or what, but he only rides Specialized. And he yeah. has like 20 Specialized bikes. And he talks about being poor and all this stuff. It's just kind of like... 
I got it, dude. Like, I'd love to see you do something else. So I guess my point is, I think it's interesting if you get away from the idea of like riding the same shit. Yeah. Only buying Specialized or only buying Tracker. Like down to like even the gear. I wear a Bond Tracker helmet. I got yeah. Bond Tracker tires. I got... Well, I think that I, I completely agree. And because I ride a bike that no one's heard of locally. Right. Everybody's like, what is that? Like, well, get outside of your little your little box every right. once in a while. Right. And check out and see what other brands. Because listen, listen, just like you said, you can't expect, Dirt Coaster can't expect you to go there always. Right. Like it, it hinders growth, right? Like if you are pigeonholed to one thing on one idea and one thing the whole time, like you're never going to grow as a human. And I think that. Mobile as a whole has that problem in general as sure. they're they pigeonhole to what's comfortable and they don't and maybe the country I don't know whatever's comfortable is what people stay with and I, I can speak of that because I moved 800 miles away from what was comfortable and yeah. started over so it was like I get it but it's just step outside and maybe maybe it'll be cooler over there here's right? the thing though literally changing the what bike you ride can change the way you ride exactly i mean just watching i was talking to jake about it and jake's uh jake rides in older intense right mm-hmm. and we tease him about it, but that bike is rad it no is it's a, an awesome bike it's a badass bike <laughs> yeah. we we talk shit but there's no reason for that guy to upgrade he's a bike. gonna loan it long enough until 26ers come back and That's it's gonna exactly. be the best bike i'm shit yeah. <laughs> yeah but his has it has an interesting linkage. It's got a virtual pivot point linkage. And just watching the way he rides and how that tire moves and then getting to ride it just to feel the difference, that felt completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I could feel it. It's no different than like if you're only going to – I switched tires up and I started riding. I got a Maxxis and a Continental. They ride totally different. Right. And they're different vibes. Like even those little pieces I think make a change to it. I'm not saying be loyal to something that you love. If you find a tire you like and you want to dig in, don't yeah. don't change it. But being that guy or gal or person or whatever you are, just showing up, being like, well, this is it, and this is mm-hmm. the only one that works, I'll oh, piss off. No, and I, I'm I'm friends with a guy named the Wipeout King. Uh, you shout can follow him. him. Shout out to the Wipeout King. Um, and he's an awesome dude. He's like one of the nicest dudes on the planet. And he had a specialized bike with Braun Traeger tires on it because that's what he liked. And somebody at the trailhead tried to call him out. And I've never seen him get mad, and he was heated. So it's like – he's like a He's kind of a hippie. Like yeah, he's, he's just chill, man. Yeah. Like he just wants to surf and right. scuba dive and ride bikes. Like, right. And he was mad. And it's like, dude, why? Who cares? Like, what do you mean my my logos aren't over top of my valve stems? Like, right? Who cares? Like, right. it's just does. It's again that whole bike elitist thing. I think it's it's that. The, but the brand loyalty thing is stupid. It's specifically to that. And part of the reason I bring it up is because at the end of the day, uh for ventures that we may be stepping into. This isn't the shameless. I'm not going to make it about marketing. I swear mm-hmm. to God. But in reality, you're not helping other bike shops. You're mm-hmm. not helping support your local bike shop when you only buy that one thing, because that means typically the way that the bike culture is now in our area, I can't say this for everywhere. Cause obviously suck Creek is like the model of a bike shop. I would love to have. And they were like not brand loyal, mm-hmm. but if you're in the big three, or whatever you're, you're stuck with specialized in their products mm-hmm. and they're limiting you you're cutting off an entire opportunity. And there's smaller brands out there that are fantastic, that are doing stuff that have heart and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You can sense the heart. And then there's other stuff that's corporate giants. I'm not saying specialized make fantastic bikes. They do. They really and they do. have the R and D money. So I'm not knocking them. So does Trek. So does giant. Like we're talking about guys that have huge amounts of R and D, but there's something like if we use meta or your, your common cell for an example, that dude loves downhill bikes. Yeah. Like he spends thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars just futzing with right. downhill bikes. 
which is such a limited class. So you have to you have to trust that what he's doing is out of passion. So you're like, damn, I want a piece of that passion. Right. The piece of the passion is buy a bike that he's building. That's right. Not that the specialized in trek and They're giant. Great. They probably do too. But the passion is lost in the business side of it. It's in the business side. That's a hundred percent it. And that's yeah. what I mean. And that's why I mean by brand loyalty. Like get out of this shake it up a little bit and and the funny thing is we're complaining about bike elitists while another large mountain bike podcast came out today with a custom bike of one of the hosts. Like that's all they talked about was his custom bike that he just got. Is that done. on the not pink bike podcast? No, it's on the, uh, a whole globe wide podcast. Oh yeah. I don't even listen to that garbage. Anymore. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, I just saw it pop up on my feed and I was like, God, oh. come on guys get out of here yeah you're gonna talk about that whole someone that, else's i haven't listened to it since they were complaining about how they have to take their bikes apart and put them back together every time they fly somewhere i'm like oh that was that time poor baby on, on the pb podcast the peanut butter podcast when they turned around and were like complaining about going to sea otter yeah and how hard it was to get flown all over the country <laughs> right. to ride their bike yeah. or the world i'm sorry it was the world they were talking and they didn't even have to bring their bikes they right. got bikes given to them new tests come on man no the one dude was like well, no, the one I saw was about axis shifting, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe here's another what annoys us about it, <laughs> about the mountain bike world. Here we go. Yeah, but no, it's like. That's a fair one. It's it mountain is. bike podcast. Yeah, mountain bike podcasts are annoying. <laughs> no, they said, well, yeah, I like axis shifting. It's really nice. The other guy's like, well, I really like wired um, because it's it's a lot nicer. And the other dude goes, dude, you have a mechanic. Put your bike together everywhere you go. Of course right. you like wired. Right. Like you don't have to touch it. Right. So that's my rant. I'm rant over. All right, so I'm going to throw my solution okay, what's on the solution? brand side of things is literally to do this. You're going to support every store in your area. Go buy, next time you need something, go buy it from a store you've never been to before, mm-hmm. right? And not online. Go to a physical buy shop. If your only option is online, sure, but go dig around. Don't just go to ProCycle. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere else and don't buy it unless it's obviously Shimano. You need to stay with Shimano. I get it. If it's group set stuff. But if not, go try and buy something outside of the space just to test it. But more importantly, don't be brand loyal on the commerce side. Like, go to a different store. So, I've literally done it. I, I put my money where my mouth is. I've bought multiple items from every single bike shop in the area. Mm-hmm. I've even bought from stuff from. Um, Don't say their name. No, the one in Biloxi. Oh, Biloxi. oh, Biloxi Bicycle Works. Yeah. No, the one in Ocean Springs that has Ibis. That guy, super good dude. I forget. Just I've not been to Biloxi Bicycle it. Works. That's Bart, right? Yeah, it's Bart. Bart's awesome. Shout out to Bart. But I haven't been over to the other one yet. So, but anyway, point is, I, every time I go to a bike shop, I buy something from them mm-hmm. to support it because I believe in it. And it might not be something huge, but I buy something right. that I'm going to need for my bike from that place. So I've bought from the Specialized Store. I've bought from Trek. I bought from um, Giant Store. Whatever. I've done those things, and I think it's important if people would at least give it a shot, trying to help people out. Yeah, and I don't think that it's it's any problem with having multiple places to shop right like i've always said i managed restaurants back in the day and like i always said everybody'd be like well that restaurant's doing this and the same special you are and the same thing and blah 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 i was like that's fine it gets more people out right like yeah. if there's only one place to go no one's going right like that's why every time you're driving on the highway all the restaurants are at the same exit right like because if there's only one you're not going to get off you're going to eh, i don't like that but if you have options you're going to get off even right. if you don't go to you're only going to one right but Maybe if you the don't idea of the idea you. that is that's what yeah. it is you know like it, i'm not going to just go i think a lot of people get into that where they're like trek is a brand that's been around a long time specialized is like the i personally think specialized is like a, a mercedes version of you know like people it's an elitist yeah. uh brand bike right and so I own one, obviously. I'm an elitist, um, but, but um, but I don't ride it all the time. I guys. think that people think that like when they're 
okay, let's get into mountain biking. Well, Trek's been around forever. They got to be great bikes, and they're always pretty price point efficient for people that are get, oh, breaking so. in. Yeah. So Trek becomes like the entry level of. But Specialized has that same entry level. You just don't know because your Trek has been – it's like Kleenex of, you know, like – But the crazy part is there's bikes out there like an Ibis Ripmo AF. Mm-hmm. Is it Ripley or Ripmo? Whichever one. One of them's like three grand. Yeah. So it's a – but it's one of the best bikes you'll ever ride, like just based on the build of it for most people. It's yeah. a fantastic – for an all-mountain type bike. And it's – if you're looking to spend three grand, if you can find one, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Right, a that's lot of those boutique bikes like that, they, I mean, not not that Ibis is a boutique bike, but like the direct to consumer bikes. Still backed up. Yeah, since COVID, like those bike companies, people are learning. Like, I could go get a Specialized for seven grand, or I could get a bike that is comparable to a Specialized for four that has better components. Yep. And like, I mean, it's still four and seven thousand dollars. So no, no, totally. But fair. it's it's still true. I mean, but. My wife has a specialized hardtail. The entry, if you're looking for a bike under a thousand dollars, like I promise you, you're not going to get much better than a specialized, a trek, or a giant. No, like, no, there's no, there's no way you're going to do it because they're, they're, if nothing else, it's just the simple fact that they're such a conglomerate, like yes. so big, mm-hmm. and they're owned by conglomerates. Let's be honest, <laughs> they can afford to get you in right. the, the door because they're knowing that down the road they're banking on you being brand loyal but we're telling mm-hmm. you not to <laughs> right. just get in the door but where you can really win is that what they're banking on rather is that not only will you be brand loyal but the next big bike you're going to buy from them because well, right. that's what i first wrote but i'm saying get out there and ride and feel as much shit as possible like experience stuff because that's the joy of it in the sense of you'll find something else that maybe fits you better or rides better or makes it more fun or whatever it might be and if you want to do that on the real cheap Come hang out with us, yeah, and we'll let you ride our bikes. Yeah, maybe. There's a little. That's another. Yeah. At some point, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's gonna be one of those." <laughs> gonna, it's gonna be a huge callback, yeah. Yeah, like a giant callback. All right, so it is on to you, sir. Your number three. Man, I think most of them have been talked about, but yeah. the, my third one, I think, is um, don't. This is another personal thing, like a people thing. Um, what we're saying is we hate people. Nah. Love bikes, hate people. Um, don't complain about things you're not willing to do. Shit, yes. And don't, you know, like, oh, it's super easy to get on Facebook and just say, hey, this isn't done. What can we do? But you don't mean we. Right. Like, somebody else can do it. Like, right. there's always a way to, um, and I think we've talked about this, and maybe I, I probably bitch about it more than anybody but i think that it's super easy to like armchair quarterback and be like well i would have done this well but guess what we are in a voluntary nonprofit organization right <laughs> you're welcome to come right just don't do it on your own free will but join us and t- give us help us like so here's something i like so uh not getting political but i'm mm-hmm. using a political point I don't vote for the president in the state of Alabama. It's a waste of my time. Right, yeah, yeah. Civic elections, 100%, because I have a chance to change the civic outcome. Mm-hmm. And then statewide elections, of course, I vote for them. But presidential, we live in a place where there is a very the, – the margin is so slim mm-hmm. that they're not going to be a blue candidate that makes it through, right? It's going to be – that's just what it's going to happen. Not that we want So I don't waste my one. time. However, <laughs> because I'm voting for those ones that are on the civic level, that means I am interested in seeing change happen because mm-hmm. I can actually impact the change. The difference with that in a bike organization, the bike organization's local, your local one, yes. you're not going to change the parent organization. No, no, no. It's going to stay what it is. But your local one is where you can start making changes and physically showing up to do that. That is the, the equivalent of passing that vote. It's putting that vote through and making it happen. Yeah. 
then you can actually see change. It's not going to change unless you show up. That is absolute fact. Right. And the other thing is it's like everybody, everybody that's riding the trails or everybody that they don't always know. So right. you can't always jump on them and be like, you, yeah, dude, that's the other. That sucks. That yeah, really that, sucks. That sucks because but that's back to the virtue signaling too. Yeah, a lot of people just don't understand. They don't know right. that the process is like, hey, we don't own this property. It's not a public park. I mean, maybe it is, but it's not your, uh, it's not your God-given taxpayer right to use it. That's correct. Um, there's an MOU involved. There's a lot of politics involved. Just, I mean, mountain biking is a dangerous sport. So for us to go on other people's property and ride our bikes dangerously. There's been some groundwork laid for you to be able to do that. So, like, understand that things are happening even if you may not directly see them. Always. Yeah, yeah. So, like, don't just assume, like, hey, I just watched a video on some sweet bike park going up in North Carolina. Like, why? We don't have this here because nobody's doing it. Okay, I'm just going to complain about it. Well, no, let's find the people that are doing it and let's see how we can help get it done. Or, or call something the Reb and do it. Yeah, or just Literally do it. build a bike park in the middle yeah. of southern Alabama where no one said you could do it. Right. And within three months, four months of it being open, well, I guess it was more than that, five months of it being open, th- th- national people start taking notice. Right. That's what I'm saying is if you if you put change locally, you'll get the attention of others. You right. just got to start the change locally. You got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of work. That's oh, the, exactly. that's the thing that's never And and I might have done this when I first got involved heavily and I'm sure I get criticized it's fine. I'll take it. But I thought no one's doing this shit. I'm going to do it. And so we started doing it and maybe other people had tried things that we thought were cool and we thought we were right. groundbreaking. We probably weren't, but hey, no one was doing it at the time, so I'm going to do it. So like now we have an organization doing it, right? We have a bunch of people on a bus going down a road, right? So like yep. if you have ideas and you want to get involved and in the platform is there for you to do it, it doesn't have to be reinvented. It doesn't have to be yeah, redone. Yeah, you just got to get to a bus stop. So yeah, we can you pick just, you up. yeah, we'll pick you up. Just wave your hands. And Sorry. then when you get on the bus, like you're welcome to give ideas, but there's a driver of this bus. Just know that yep. and know that the driver's going where it's going to go. So, I mean, the, the direction is where you want it to go. It might not always be your stop time, right? Like, yeah, I, I still, I, I, I'm with you because you're spot on. It, there's just a chance for people to put in a little bit of energy. A little bit of energy. If they put in a little bit of energy, mm-hmm. they'll see a bigger outcome. It's right. really kind of crazy. Now there are idiots like the two of us that put in a lot of energy. <laughs> you put in the most energy, uh-uh. and you see a smaller outcome just because how much you have to put in. That's uh-huh. just that's a burden you carry, right? Let's no, and honest. I've done it myself, right. to myself. And you did it to yourself. Um, but that's a reality of the situation and what it is. It is annoying as shit, though, that somebody gets on and just complains about it and never offers. And the we, instead of saying we, just a free solution here, just say I. How can I go take exactly. care of this? If you say that, someone might flame you. But uh-huh. you know what? Fire back because you at least put your neck yeah. on the line to go do it. Like, right. how do I go get rid of this tree? Uh-huh. What do I need to do to get rid of a tree and this tree? And this isn't calling any person out. No, like, shit, no. I, no, 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 no it's not, it's not directly. And this is not on our local Facebook. This is every Facebook group, yep. every mountain bike group, every. Yep. And it's always like that in any hobby, I guess. It just It's super easy to like criticize what's being done rather than be involved. And yep. it's like, oh, you don't like what's being done, but it's easy to bitch about it rather than to make it yours yep. or do something better. And so it's like. Let's just be involved, like help each other. We all want the same freaking thing. Right. Like we're not over here. Um, the soft member's not trying to do shit just for his own benefit. Right. Like I think he's probably done the most for a lot of us that we wouldn't have been able to do. Correct. Or, or he's gone on a limb for a lot of people that, and 
I don't know that, I mean, he does a lot to himself just like I do, but I'm saying like there's things that are being done always in the summertime. It looks like it's not yeah, and because it's not because it's hot and no one wants to go outside, but there's always ways, you know, like just find a way to be involved in whatever organization you're in. Like, yeah, there's tons of different, you know, mountain biking or not. There's, there's ways to, there's ways to get things done. And then sometimes you just have to trial and error like we did with the Reb. Like, let's, let's see what happens. If it sucks, it sucks. It's ours. Yeah. You know, it'll be our egg to suck. But like, if it's cool, it's still ours. Right. So, but then I think what's cool about it is like the energy that the Reb gave us. And I told the soft member this the other day has made the energy at South better yeah sometimes or like other local trails is like everybody's excited about things like there's a buzz now it's like because think about if we only had south to ride this year because chicks and bugs closed like i would have been murdering myself no it would have been bad right but then we inject that that back in and frankly and even if it's not even if it's not everybody gets to come ride there like those dudes are feeling the excitement that the buzz of like us being there you know, like not that we're local celebrities, but like the buzz that we have about Malcolm mountain biking is contagious. Right? right. And so, and at this point we've pretty much invited a lot of people, but I mean, when they get to see it, it's like, wow, this is exactly what I expected, but we still can't do what that, what you want, what everybody wants local public trails. You can't do. Right. Because everybody wants something different. Right. Think about if we have we have two hundred plus members of our organization here. Think if all two hundred people wanted something different. We would have we have eight miles of trails to put two hundred people's influences on. Like, oh my gosh. Like yeah, it would never be get done. We would have no it never get done and it yeah. would never get done and it would be just like a one bump after one other flattened bump and then people you know, everybody no one's gonna be happy. So it's like just live your life, help out where you can, get in where you fit in. Yeah, that's right. It's spot on. I don't know what I just went on. That was a Red Bull infused. That was definitely, you are definitely the <sighs> jacked up caffeine one now. But that Was that my third? What's your third? I got my third. My third was brand loyalty. Oh, okay. Wow, we did it. Yeah. Does anybody else have any idea? What yeah. annoys you about mountain biking? Yeah. They. I wish they would send stuff in. Someone should say it. Put it in the comments. Yeah. Tell us what annoys you. And yeah. don't be a dick about it. Oh, you can be. Well, yeah, we're being dicks. He'll call you out. What annoys me is Ride Rebellion's el- elitist bullshit attitude. Like, they got microphones. They can do what they want. Make your own podcast. <laughs> um, I dare you. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, and see how hard it is to be regular. It's like... It's not as easy as pooping. No, it is definitely not as easy as pooping. Also, uh, I just got a phone call and a pr- post after that text message of... Um, Aaron Friesmeyer called me. I blocked him. Oh, for no. the no, I didn't block him, block him, yeah. but I put in the voicemail and he said, uh, please tell the pod I called. So there you go. There Run and is. try. Run and try calling in. We could have brought him in. <laughs> I, I should have just, this I should have speaker photo. link to him. Oh, and we could have brought him in, but I don't know how to link him back into the one day. We're going to have him on. That's he doesn't even say what he's here for. Like he's just, he wants to do a pod that it's not business related. I'll get it because he had an image to uphold in the last one. I think, well, he had to. But yeah. it, it would be more fun to send him down the old, the old though. Yeah, we need to do the the, the porch sitting pod. <laughs> the very offensive porch sitting pod. It's not that offensive. It's called Let's Get Canceled. <laughs> it's got a little jingle at the beginning. And every week it could be Let's Get Canceled again. Yeah, and, exactly. And again, again, again. Right. And let's session canceling. Oh, 
Um, the other thing I was going to say is, uh, if you've noticed, we've done some rebranding. The new Reb logo is coming out. It is wicked good. Mm-hmm. So that logo represents a lot of stuff. So it represents uh, the Rebellion, Ride the Rebellion bike park um, that one day will be open. Just wait for it. It also represents the podcast. It represents sort of the the idea and it, it's like a mantra. Uh, and so we're very happy with that logo and the way it turned out. So those stickers at some point, if you find us, we'll get you one. If you want one, then throw some stuff in the comments and send a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to, um, to our headquarters. Uh, but no, if, if, if you guys want one, we'll be around passing them out. The other thing we have is we have another, uh, we have the cool podcast stickers again. So the Reb sticker is kind of like a inside thing. If you have that, people kind of know you're mm-hmm. part of the group. The podcast is just shameless advertising for us, and we'd be grateful forever. But the Absolutely. new ones you got, the, the glossy ones, are the shiz. They are awesome. They're good looking. Very cool. So uh, we're going to get those. We'll try and make them available. Um, they'll definitely be in some of our gift sticker pack type things. Hell, I, I mean, if somebody goes to Aaron's and does the shoes thing, we'll throw them in there too just so they have them. Hell yeah. Those are super rare. They're like NFTs, but real. <laughs> super NFT. Super, super duper NFTs. No fucking clue what that means. It's okay. Non-fungible token. Okay. You just go with that. Yo, boy, I cussed a lot today. Yeah, we dropped a few. It's okay. You opened with the B word, which is not bitch. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> wow, we should just B word it. Yeah, we're almost done. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all we got for the show. You know what I always hear, though? It's really funny and no, no uh, shade to our guests that we've had, but everybody always tells us, like, that was a really good podcast you guys had, but I kind of like when you guys just spitball. <laughs> like, oh. I get that a lot, and I'm yeah. like, but why you guys hear us all the time? It's from right. people that we hang out with. I'm right. like, you haven't heard that podcast. Maybe it's, it's familiar. Maybe we're like mashed potatoes to them. But wait, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's, it's like you know. What eh, I'm and then when we get on here, it's a little gravy. <laughs> <laughs> One more time for the record, Dale Boyd's. <laughs> but wait, management. we didn't tell them how I lost my belt. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, Bug would be disappointed. Oh, let's go ahead. So go for it. No, I mean you put it together. Oh well, we did a last minute. We did a last. <laughs> what I call it on impromptu. there? Impromptu duro. Impromptu duro. Uh, we did a single stage uh, using our rule set, which uh, is not available publicly yet. But it's a great rule set. I think we've said it on here before, but mm, pretty whatever. much. Um, anyway, we used our rule set, and uh, we we had a great. It was a good turnout. It was ten riders, mm-hmm. very close the entire time. Uh, Dale had the fastest down at one Oh nine 51 or something. Mm-hmm. And that was at one ten twenty six or something mm-hmm. like we were hauling ass. It was a good ride. Um, but the way our rule set works, bug ended up winning the belt fair and square with the strongest ride of the day from anybody. Yeah. He was the fastest in terms of our rule set. He was the fastest in that. And he had the closest time disparity wise. So bug crushed it and takes away the belt. And so now we have a new reigning defending, uh, defending champion of the rebellion. And his name is still going to say he's not my weight class. He's not, he's like my left leg weight. (laughs) Yeah, he is very, he's very light. Um, he, and he did the whole thing shirtless. Yeah, he did. He did the entire race shirtless. He shamed us fat men and why he was he doing sure it. sure did, because he's like so lean. But distracted. I like the new, I mean, I wasn't disappointed to lose the belt. I tried to run. It's more fun. I ran out of places to store it anyway. But it's more but fun. It's No, fun it really to, is. To, to change on a moment's notice, yeah. I think is great. And I think like we made that rule of five or more people racing the belts on the line. That's yeah. the way it always should be. Yeah. Uh-oh. Your camera died. Battery. Uh, it's fine. Their audio is still there. 
Well, yeah, that, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people put me in the spank bank anyway already, so hopefully like you got that in. Lumix on the screen. Hopefully you got it in the spank bank before the camera oh, died. Boy. All right. All right, well, with that said, I can't even pop up Dale Boyd Sports Management on that terrible... I can go to a black screen. There we Dale go. Dale Boyd Sports Management. There it is. Um, with that said, thank you for listening. We appreciate you hanging out. Uh, sorry to all those who have sensitive ears after the fact. We've said a lot of... Uh, delightful stuff we've given you solutions to problems we threw the problems at you it, look we, but mountain biking's 99 great yeah we may be the problem that's that's a fair if statement. you think you have a solution i'll give you my address right oh we'll have a dinner and a couple beers yeah, i'm not a fighter <laughs> just talk about it uh, there's a movie with sylvester stallone he's like you're the virus no <laughs> yeah you're the virus i'm the cure <laughs> And then shoots a guy in the head or something. Why was there no memes about that during coronavirus? I don't know. It was from the movie Cobra, I believe. Because, um, yeah, some of the people try to forget some of those movies. Man, it was fantastic. All right, with that said, thank you for listening. This is officially the closeout. Goodbye. Austin La Vista, baby. On the way. On the way. On the way.